podcast. Coming to you from the Midwest Coast. I'm inside that miraculous establishment, the Midwest Healing Center, Leg of the Ozarks Podcast, Studio B. This is the new old school podcast. I am your host, Don Allen. Tell somebody about the podcast. It's all free. You can download any of these free apps, any mobile device, Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iTunes Store, and Spotify. All free. I mean, it's freer than a nine-year prison sentence. Did you see it? The American-hating WNBA star, Brittany Garner? trying to bring drugs into Russia. You can't do that in America. Why in the world would you think you could use your influence and walk into Russia with marijuana on you? You This is that woman that would kneel for the anthem at games. If you hate America, go somewhere else. Well, she did and uh, found guilty in Russia. It's going to spend nine years in prison. I bet she'd love to hear the anthem now, wouldn't you? Get the apps. They aren't illegal anywhere that I know of. Maybe China. How is everybody doing today? We are in a series titled How to Receive Healing. And I've been adding receive and minister healing. We're looking into both. And this is, I believe, number 12 in our series. I mentioned that because uh, if you're new to the podcast, you're going to want to go back. You're going to want to listen to the previous 11 before this one. They are in order. They do build one upon another. Be sure that you do that. But we said we want to go back to some basics concerning healing because uh, if you ask me, and I think I have a pretty good handle on this, people have now gotten so deep that they're drowning. I know a couple things happened, of course, ministers, as they go along to stay relevant, we're many times going to try to make something harder than it really needs to be because, hey, we want the people to try to gain some new revelation out of what I said or hear something that maybe they've never heard before. And so I'm going to try to go deeper and deeper and add way more complexity to a topic than it needs. And so that's an issue because, you know, we want to stay relevant. So we're going to we're going to do some things and make it really hard and deep, great revelation uh, because we need you to listen to us, you know. Now, as I've said, people have gotten so deep they're drowning. And then, as I've said, uh, I've been mentioning with the rise in social media and being able to follow certain ministers uh, around, watching posts, videos, teaching courses, and seminars. Well, sometimes we've jumped into the LMNOP phase of their ministries and we missed the ABC phase, those foundational things that allowed them to get to the LMNOP. So we jump in with no foundation, and when things don't go exactly like Minister XYZ did it, and I didn't get the results, and so now here's where doctrines are born that cannot be found in the Bible, because man will demand an answer, and so when we don't have a clear answer, we make one up to suit our situation. So we think, well, it just wasn't in the good Lord's timing, I guess. You know, it's probably just not God's will all the time. Sometimes it's yes, sometimes it's no, sometimes we just never know the mysterious will of God. Well, you know, it was their time to go and on and on and on. And so, you know, so-and-so is just so anointed for that. Maybe I don't have that anointing. Well, here's the thing. When I have my ABCs in place, now when things don't always go the way I expect, I can now go back and I don't have to waste any time wondering about those issues I just mentioned because I have all that settled. Now it becomes troubleshooting it by the Holy Spirit and him leading me into all the truth of where I may have missed some things Simple things. For example, 
You remember those men that approached Jesus to lay hands on their friend? Practically begged him to do so, and he will be healed. They knew that. I mean, you lay hands, he's going to be healed. Not an unbiblical request in any way, but Jesus didn't do that. He took the man outside of town, and he spit, and he made mud, and he placed it on him, and made him walk to the pool to wash, and then he was healed. Well, that's something that can only be achieved by Holy Spirit leading you. That's not a doctrine of healing that, well, you know, believers must spit and make mud and then make people wash at the local YMCA pool, and then one shall be made whole. We don't make a doctrine out of that. It was being led by Holy Spirit, not because what they were asking was unbiblical. It was just situationally incorrect. Holy Spirit wasn't ministering healing by the laying on of hands that day. He wanted to do something else. So that's, again, when we, uh, it's not that we don't know. It's that we can sometimes get locked into the things that we do know. And I'm, I'm talking about the methods that, again, while, yes, are biblical, may not be situationally correct for that moment. So if you don't have the ABCs and yet you knew to lay hands on somebody and you didn't get results that you wanted, it would be easy to say, oh, wait a minute, maybe it wasn't God's will. So what am I saying? We're doing away with that here. And the last time that we were together, we began to look at healing by the gifts of the spirit. And I, again, I, I'm not wanting to get into this super deep because I've done a major, major deep teaching on each one of these gifts. If you'll go back and look at the new old school podcast and just scroll through uh, back, I believe just this last year, I, I, we took a lot of time to go through each one of these. So it's kind of hard for me to really want to jump back into this and repeat myself when I know we've kind of already done it, but it does fit into this teaching. And so we were talking about healing by the gifts of the spirit, those nine gifts in 1 Corinthians 12. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. There are diversities of gifts, but it's the same spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now, the ones we're looking into specifically are what we would call the power gifts, faith, or some translations would say special faith, uh, gifts of healings and working of miracles. Now, last time we looked into the gift of faith and we saw that it, what it was and what it was not. So today, what about healing that any believer is encouraged to do? As we know, the Bible talks about laying on of hands, praying the prayer of faith, uh, prayer cloth, anointing with oil, speaking to sickness and diseases. All those methods, if you will, are done by faith, through faith. All believers are encouraged to do so all the time. But what about this gifts of healings? It is gifts manifested as the Spirit wills. That's something that you have to remember on the gifts. They don't manifest all the time in all situations, Because if they did, well, you wouldn't need faith at all. That's why we talked about healing by faith and what the gift of faith is compared to what faith is that comes by the hearing of the word of God. So as the spirit wills, gifts manifested for the supernatural healing of diseases and infirmities without any natural means whatsoever. No medications, no treatments, no surgeries, no rehab, no specialists, doctors, etc. Supernaturally, period. So we see Luke in the Bible. Luke's a physician, Dr. Luke. He wrote Luke, and of course, he he wrote the book of Acts as well. But he's a medical doctor by profession. You know, he traveled with Paul on his many missionary journeys, like the one that landed them on the island of Melita. They were shipwrecked. 
Now, we don't see anywhere where it says that Luke ministered to anybody there, but it does say that Paul did to several people on the island who had sicknesses and diseases. How? By the supernatural power of God. Acts 28, 8, 9, and it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. Paul went into him and he prayed and he laid his hands on him and he healed him. Now we could say that, well, it was a manifestation of the gifts of healing and that we don't see any faith involved. Paul went to this man and healed him. It doesn't indicate, uh, as, as many other stories do, that faith was present in the man because it was the gift in operation where God seeks out the man. We're talking about the ones that are infirm, man or woman. God seeks out the sick person. Now, when it's faith, we understand that that's that man or that woman seeking out God based off of what we've read or saw or heard, adding action to a belief formed by the word of God. So when this was done, the rest of those on the island who had diseases also came and were healed. See, it wasn't anything that Dr. Luke prescribed or treated naturally. Again, not that we're against doctors or medical science in any way, not at all. I I dare to say uh, every one of you listeners would not be here had there not been some medical intervention in your life at some point. And we see these others now after hearing or seeing that this man was healed, now they all came seeking him out to heal them. Now that's healing by faith. That's not the gift in operation. The gift was when he went to the man, got him healed. Now the, the rest of them, what did they do? They saw that, they heard about it, they came. That's healing by faith. So We know there's many examples, not just in Jesus' ministry of delivering the sick, destroying the works of the devil in people's bodies. And I want to address this fact that I think maybe people miss. Look at Jesus when his miracles started. When did Jesus start seeing and experiencing miracles and healings? In Acts 10, 38, we know it says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power, who went about doing good and healing all. Now, but when was Jesus anointed? Well, it says that he was baptized and he came out of that water. And what it said, the Holy Spirit landed on him like a dove, just saying that it came down upon him. They saw that. Then he goes into that wilderness temptation and he came out and it says what? It says that he came out in and under the power of Holy Spirit of God. And then the miracles started to happen. Not because he was the son of God, but because he was, again, he was just as much the son of God at, at, at 12 years old at 20 years old, at 29, at 29 and a half, but around 30 years old, this event takes place and now there's miracles. So what I'm saying is he didn't heal just because of some power he inherited as the son of God and we mere mortals can't have it. No, we can and do have it the moment you decide to be baptized in the Holy Ghost and power. It was Jesus who said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit comes upon you. But again, to be clear, There is a difference in the manifestation of healing through faith and through the gifts of healings. And the best easy example I can give, again, when it's the gifts of healings in manifestation, again, as the spirit wills, then that's God seeking the person out when they had no expectation or faith for a healing. This is how somebody who does not believe can be healed. No faith in the one receiving the healing at all, and they can be healed. The man at the pool of Bethesda, right? Here's a great example. The man at the pool of Bethesda, here he is, and his belief was what? It was in the moving of the water. That's how you get healed. Jesus comes in, and this is one of the very few times we see reported where it doesn't say, and he healed them all. Jesus doesn't heal everybody there. Now, it says this place is packed. I mean, filled with five porches of sick people, and it gives us some examples, blind, halt, withered. I mean, just, it gives us this example of some really bad off people here. They're sick. 
thousands of them possibly. I've seen some archaeological digs where they found this pool. And, and I mean, there could have been thousands of people there if it was packed out. So I say that to say one man walked out healed that day. Now, now why would that be? That's such an unusual thing for Jesus. But we also see something else. We see where Jesus went to the man. He, he waded his way through all these people, and he went down to just one man. He didn't preach this time. He didn't teach this time, right? Because we see many times it says they came to hear and be healed. Well, of course, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So he's preaching, he's building faith into them, and they can come and be healed. He didn't do that on this day. Why? Because as the Spirit wills, he led Jesus to the one man. For Jesus to stand there and do anything else would not have worked. It says that he was led to the one man. I'm just trying to be sure that you understand this is a great example of the, of the gifts of healings in manifestation as the spirit wills. He was led to the one man only. He asked the man, would you be made whole? Well, he tells Jesus all the reasons why he couldn't be healed. Again, showing that he had no faith whatsoever except in the moving of the water. And then what? Jesus healed the man and he walked out. Didn't heal anybody else. Why? As the spirit wills. It was God through Jesus seeking the man out and healing him. And this man didn't even know who Jesus was when asked. Who said you could walk? Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't until later that Jesus found that man and he, and he told him who he was. But interesting, Jesus didn't heal them all this time because as the Spirit wills. So we can't say, well, the Spirit's always willing to manifest these. If he was, there would be no faith involved whatsoever. He would just send people to other people and they'd be healed. And no faith would be needed. We wouldn't need to preach the word. We wouldn't need to tell them anything. So here's some real numbers just out of the 19 specific healing miracles of Jesus in the Gospels, and these are the ones that not, they don't say heal them all. These are the ones that give us the story of what was wrong with the sick person, what they said and did, what Jesus said and did. 19 specific healing miracles in the Gospels, 16 of the 19 are faith-based healings, while three were through the gifts of the Spirit in manifestation. So I want us to understand that. I want us to understand that faith is the rule, and yet, and yet, Let's also be very aware that there are gifts of the Spirit in operation. Three were through the gifts of the Spirit in manifestation. So we can say, yes, all healing is a gift, if you will. But to be more specific about the gifts of the Spirit, that is different. Healing by faith, again, is where somebody like the woman with the issue of blood. Now, that story starts out when she heard of Jesus. That's where her miracle began. When she heard of Jesus, then that sparked her by what she heard to move, right? Because faith without works is dead. And so she heard, she believed, she moved, she even spoke, when I touch, I shall, I shall. And of course, we understand Jesus even said, woman, thy faith has made thee whole. He addressed that specifically. So that's totally different. Now, that is something that's available all the time is what I'm trying to get you to understand. We don't have to wait for the gifts of the Spirit to be in manifestation. But at the same time, I do want to, I, I do want to say this because I believe it to be true. And I, I want to ask you all a question today. Have there been times... We're not just normal, because I know as a good Christian person or you believe in healing and you have compassion for people, that at times you see somebody and, and out of that compassion or what you know, sometimes you're drawn to want to go minister to somebody because you obviously see an issue there and you think, well, I mean, you know, God could heal that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about haven't you had those times where just all of a sudden you were drawn to somebody and for some reason you're just like, I don't, I don't know why, but I feel like God wants me to go pray for that person. I'm not even sure what's going on. And all of a sudden you start thinking, 
that you know some things somehow and you're like, well, that person's not even giving off any signals really that I can recognize. And so we turn and walk away because we get scared because they're not giving me any signals here uh, that they have any faith. Well, I believe, could that possibly have been some of those times that the gifts of the spirit were in manifestation and we, we didn't respond because it won't make you do anything. They're available. That person doesn't need to have faith to be healed, but you still have to have faith to move when you feel that gift of the Spirit possibly being in operation. And I believe that many times we've missed it because we talk ourselves out of it because we're like, why, why, why would I walk over there? They're going to probably say, no, I'm not. But yet something inside of you continues to say, you need to go. You need to go. Could it be that the gifts of the Spirit are being manifest more than what we are giving credit to And yet we've just not responded. We didn't recognize that truly it is the gifts of the spirit because we haven't learned a lot about that. We know what faith is. You know, if we can, if we can talk to somebody and get them talking like a salesman, we get our foot in the door. Hey, would you like prayer? You know, you walk up to somebody and Hey, what happened to your leg? And they like to tell you all about it. And it kind of opens a door for you to do what it's the hear and be healed thing. You start talking. Well, I know my God can heal that. Hey, can I pray for you? That's a whole other thing. This is one of those where out of nowhere, I don't know why they didn't put off any signals, but I feel drawn to go to that person and I need to start ministering to them. Friends, you have to trust this. The other gifts of the spirit in operation as well, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, you can begin to understand some things that you did not know and what we always call read their mail. But understand these gifts will work together to back you up. So it's not that you even have to know. You'll know when you get there by the spirit of truth as he's manifesting these gifts in your life to be open, to be used in all the gifts, Holy Spirit will begin to work them together so that you can get the job done. And like we said, they do often work together. These these things will come up. So it's not that you have to know everything or even have a signal to somewhat, you know, you can tell when somebody's in a wheelchair, you can tell when somebody's limping, you you can see obvious things, but sometimes you can't always see a cancer. You know, you can't always see some things. So my point just being, I I really do believe the reason that we're not truly seeing the gifts of the Spirit in operation as I believe we should. I do believe that he is manifesting them, even though it says as he wills. I do believe they are being manifest much, much more than we would give credit for because we're not recognizing that it's God trying to manifest these through you and I. And so we sit and do nothing. And friends, I'm going to tell you, nothing works Listen, nothing works. And I'm talking about even the gifts of the spirit. They can be in operation, but you know what? Nothing works until you do. Gifts of healings. It takes takes faith to walk in them when they're manifesting. It does take faith on our side. It's kind of a freaky thing to hand everything over to Holy Spirit and just surrender it all. I'm not saying that it's not. uh, it, it, it It is a hard thing. But I want us to begin to get the knowledge to recognize that if we don't see faith there and yet we're still feeling drawn, it's a manifestation as the Spirit wills. So be available. Be available to be used by God when He does. And in the meantime, well, you always have faith and you can move through faith and see people set free in you. That's all the time I have for today. I'm your host, Don Allen. Thank you for joining me for the New Old School Podcast. You know what I'm going to be doing, don't you? Until next time, I'll be attempting the ridiculous and achieving the miraculous.
Thank you.